Hello and welcome to See Here Love. I'm your host, Melinda Estabrooks, and today I'm joined by my trusted and gorgeous co-host, Cheryl, Jen, Kim, and Joanna. Okay, I'm glad that you're alive because yes. this is a really big topic that you need to be refreshed and rejuvenated right. to talk about this today. You're right. Oh, look at Joanna's like, yes. All right, perfect. And we have special guest, the lady in blue, the gorgeous yeah. Sherry Stahl in the house with us. Yeah. Good to be here. Yeah, Sherry is an international speaker, a Bible teacher, and the author of Water in the Desert and Soul H2O. So you are the perfect person to talk about this topic. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to be talking all about being in the desert, yeah. why we're not passionate about our relationship mm -hmm. with Jesus, feeling very far away from church and community and God. Maybe we're feeling that we just don't want to read the Bible. We're not going to church, and we're feeling very blasé yeah. about our faith. Should I go on? Do I need to go on with all these things? I don't think so. Yeah. And so we felt a time here on See Her Love to get you kickstarted out of the desert into the promised land, or for some of us, that might be Barbados. <laughs> Hello, Turks and Caicos, Costa Rica, Italy, or whatever your promised land is. We want to take you there, get you refreshed and rejuvenated to begin a dynamic relationship with Jesus again, or maybe for the first time. Sound good? Yeah. All right. So, Sherry, you're here because you're obviously the expert on all things. Oh, of course, <laughs> the expert. So I guess let's kick off this way. How did we get here? Like, especially for people that um, following Jesus, I'm a Christian, I had my conversion, I go to church, but I have met many women who are saying, I am dry, I feel very far away. How did we get to that place and point in our life? I think um, I, I hear it over and over at conferences when I'm speaking. Um, girls are worn out. They're weary. I think our society, um, you know, it used to be that mom stayed home or women stayed home in the house and took care of things. But now you're working yeah. and doing that. You you know, girls are pastors and yeah. and doing so much. Mm -hmm. We do too much. And so we get it worn out. And that, I think that's the biggest culprit mm -hmm. for it. And then there's all life circumstances and things that happen to us or, you know, bad choices we make, things that distance us from God. Mm -hmm. There's so many reasons, but those I think are the, the main ones. Mm -hmm. So you think we're too busy? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we're all like I'm, this. I'm the expert yeah. in that I know. one. I'm I know. definitely the I'm expert totally in like, that one. I just anyway. say that out there. I just threw that out there because <laughs> yeah. yeah. we're too busy. Because I know a few of us. And I know <laughs> yeah. what our schedules are like. Yeah. Um, yeah. We but, do too much. But the problem is if we're too busy and we're feeling this way, that's a problem. Yeah. And I think this is something, you know, we don't ever want to talk about. But one of the things is pride that keeps us so mm. away from coming to God and spending that regular time with Him is because we think that we don't need Him. Now, we wouldn't say it, right? Mm. But by our actions, we act like, I've got this. I can take care of it. I don't really, you know, do I have to do my devotions today because, ah, you know, I've got it. I'm too busy. Yes. And so we think that we can handle it. And I think that is a big hindrance, mm. too, that a lot of that, you just keep going and you're busy and you think you can handle it all and then something happens and you realize, I don't have what it takes. Mm -hmm. Okay, personal question to all of us. Have we ever been in the desert? Have we ever chosen oh. our busyness and other priorities other than God? Totally. Go. Jen, I'm looking at Jen. 
have been in the promised land for a long time. Yeah, no, I mean, I think we all go through seasons where yeah. we're closer or farther apart. And for me, it's busyness. It's, mm -hmm. um, you know, prayer becomes like another thing to do rather than the first place we go to. It's like, oh, it's another thing on my list. Um, and sometimes it's just, you know, the season, I mean, the church is going through a really tough season right now that's, you know, kind of caught up at the end of Me Too. It's church too. There's a lot of, um, a lot of stuff going on, I would say, within the Christian world. And sometimes that's really heavy. And it's hard to sometimes not associate that with God, right? Like if you're feeling conflicted within church or within your Christian community, but that's not God and that's not Jesus. And so sometimes we go to God last when we need to go to God first. Right. So for me, it's like flipping the priorities. Yep. Cheryl's like, mm hmm. Listen, <laughs> asking me if I've been in the desert is like asking if I've ever gained weight. <laughs> the answer is yes. Um, <laughs> and, and we move on. Um, no, but seriously, um, <laughs> what it is for me is um, I find myself in these desert moments uh, when my perception of God is off. Mm -hmm. uh, when I see, when I, when I forget that, when I see him as, you know, Lord and savior and ruler, you're there, you're perfect and awesome. I'm working it out down here. But when I remember that he's my friend, mm -hmm. um, that he is uh, a loving father that actually wants to help, mm -hmm. uh, those are more like invitational, like sort of roles. Yeah. I just sometimes forget, you know, and so my, my priorities get shifted because I think uh, I'm going to run here. I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to try and figure this out. And, and uh, Jesus is like, hey, want to talk? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh. you actually, you know, care mm -hmm. and you yeah. want to. You want my burdens. You want my dryness yeah. mm -hmm. so that you can refresh it. It's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kim, what about you? We're in a desert time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe several. Mm -hmm. um, when I, when I lose vision, yeah, yeah. when mm -hmm. I lose sight. And I think sometimes, too, when I, um, I, I don't even know how to word it properly, but like sometimes the expectation of you should know all things, especially when you're a preacher's kid, maybe. Mm -hmm. You should have this done right. You should be, you know, this Bible scholar. Or you should, like, I'm not. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Totally struggle. But then the guilt of I, I don't have it all together, but so then. Jesus can't possibly want me or use me. Like the, all yeah. of the stuff that goes yeah. through our heads. So when I lose vision and then I start feeding my head yeah. Yeah. the wrong yeah. stuff, I yeah. totally slip into that. Easy yeah. Yeah. To, to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Mm -hmm. Joanna? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think sometimes the desert is a place that we're brought to mm -hmm. and it's not because of a lack of connection to God. He's actually put us there. Mm -hmm. And... And like, we think that the story is we leave Egypt and we go to the promised land. And most of us have to go through this thing in between. Like we didn't look at the roadmap before we started and that's our own fault. Mm -hmm. And so we're surprised when we find ourselves in a desert, yeah. but, mm -hmm. but it's all part of the plan. And yet he never leaves us in the right. desert. Mm -hmm. It's the pillar of cloud yes. by day, which provides shade. And it's the pillar of fire by night, which provides light and heat. Mm -hmm. Like he never leaves you in the desert. He is with you, but we're wandering around being like, why am I in a desert? Yeah. I'm like, like there's, this is part of the story. Yeah. 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 Good reminder. I think for me, for the desert, I, it has been busyness. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and even in the work of the Lord, yep. because you can be doing that and thinking, yes. yeah. I'm doing the right thing. And then when you sit back down in your quiet time, you realize, oh my goodness, mm -hmm. it actually, 
it's it's in my own desires and in my own successes versus actually the motivation of really doing this for you know for God because I'm worn out burnt out and exhausted right. and I'm on fumes and this yeah. is not a healthy yeah. way to do it right so yeah. I think I've had many different waves of it and um and I think that this is very timely yeah. because in seasons in my life, I get that more, more stretches of sort of desert time. Yeah. Um, so what about you? Like you're kind of going, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you've written the book, but yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I often say you don't write a book called Water in the Desert without going through deserts of your right. own. Like yeah. I feel that I kind of cycle through the desert and I really believe that God allows us mm -hmm. to do that because that's where you really grow is in the yes. desert. And I, I was just thinking back to a quote I heard um, when I was in Bible college from Denny Duran. I don't know if any of you have yeah, heard him totally. speak. Yeah, he was yes. an amazing preacher. Yes. Um, I think he's from Louisiana, but he said, Do we, you can't get so busy doing the work of the Lord that you forget the Lord of the work. Mm -hmm. And I keep hearing from everything we're talking about, like when, when our time with him becomes, yeah. uh, you know, something I have to check off the list yeah. or whatever, it becomes yeah. not about relationship. And then it's just, it's boring. But when you get into a real desert and I call it like the Sahara deserts of my life, when mm -hmm. I went through divorce, and my daughter's depression and my husband went through open heart surgery like it, there's been so many things and that's life that is life on this earth so we're going to go through the desert it's not a question Jesus said you're gonna have troubles of many kinds so mm -hmm. we have to expect those yeah. and people like in Israel and around the world Saudi Arabia stuff, they live in the desert yes. so you have to figure out how can I live there in this dry place, but yeah. stay refreshed. Yeah. And that's right. possible. That's good. Yeah. That's actually that good. really yeah. good. Mm -hmm. Our, our, yes. my church, we, I'm part of songwriting in our church and we just re released a new album. And so I'm not trying to plug the album, but there's this, there's this <laughs> line in, in one of the songs. And so it's, we talk about what is a mountain, mm -hmm. what is an ocean, what is a desert and what is a grave. And the line about the desert says, what is a desert, but a place for us to sing your unfailing promise now of every good thing. And then it says, what is a grave, but a hill on which you stand, a solid ground for you to lead your victory mm -hmm. dance. And it explains like how each thing that seems so big or impossible or hard mm -hmm. to us, like where is God in that and what is he doing? Mm -hmm. And I think that there's this opportunity in the desert to sing. Yeah. Yeah. There's this, like we see the people of Israel singing as yeah. they walk, mm -hmm. yeah. singing in the midst of the desert, because often the desert is not just because we've, you know, given up on our Bible devotions. Yeah, it's actually yeah. because we're walking out obedience and, and it is hard and dry sometimes. Right. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. Good reminder. Really good. But yeah. I think when we think mm -hmm. desert, we don't think of it's an opportunity to yeah. sing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like we actually want to just like go into the sand and hide away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be really yeah. depressed. Be an really, be, yeah. so <laughs> okay, so talk to us then. We're in the desert, as you say. Mm -hmm. What are practical things? Because when, when girlfriends approach me and I've had like two the past week say, I'm really feeling just so lost mm -hmm. and then guilt comes on Absolutely. because now they don't go to church and yeah. then they're not getting their kids to church and then it just piles on and piles on um, and I Mel I just am not mm -hmm. you know at all connected with God mm -hmm. what what are some really important steps or things that we need to know when we're in that place and what we can do to, to walk through and practical steps yeah, exactly. practical step I think there's two so the first one would be fill up <laughs> it's so simple and it's the most difficult thing though when you're in the desert our propensity of your human nature is to do the opposite of what we need to do so we stop going to church we stop hanging out with our Christian friends we stop reading our Bible we stop you know yeah. watching Christian television shows yeah. like this we yeah. stop doing the things that we need um, in the Bible there's a story about Hagar and she's so uh, you know 
in a bad situation and yeah. she runs out into the desert because the desert is her better option. And she's out there, but the Bible says in Genesis 16, seven, that um, the Lord, the angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring in the desert. Mm -hmm. So she placed herself near the water. She knew where to fill up. And so we need to learn where to fill up. And the best way is those daily devotions. Mm -hmm. And it's when we're daily in the word, we're building up that reservoir mm -hmm. so that when something happens, you know, your, your kids go crazy and you don't know how to handle them or you lose your job or yeah. you have, you know, someone in your church that you have to deal with that it's a very difficult situation. You have something to draw from your well. Like, you know, back in the day they had to pump the well mm -hmm. and the water came out. But if you are pumping something that has nothing in it, mm -hmm. it's it's not gonna bring anything out. So you gotta fill that well up. And honestly, we're blessed in this day and age. Like there's podcasts, mm -hmm. we can yeah. watch Christian TV, Christian <laughs> yeah. radio, like yeah. books. Yeah. When is this lyric yeah. of this song I just quoted, like, it's a place for us to sing. Yeah. All right throw on that Christian music right. yeah. and mm -hmm. sing you your heart up. out. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you feel like it. It's an act mm -hmm. of obedience. Sing the song. Sing the song. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's, good. Mm -hmm. that's good. So that's one. That's and one. Said two. <laughs> okay, two. So number two is my, I don't know, life first. And uh, the so you got to fill up and then you have to flow out. Mm -hmm. So it's that. so yeah. important fill that up, you don't just fill, fill up, up yeah. because that's not going to be good. Proverbs eleven twenty five says that... Um, or were you going to read that one? Oh, it says here, okay, just the generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves mm. be refreshed. That's cool. Yeah. So okay. there's this key in scripture that talks about so much that when we are, you know, helping others, when we're doing what God wants us to do and, you know, you got to fill up so that you have something to flow out of you. Yeah. Mm. But you've got to get that out there. And as you let it flow out of mm. you, what you filled up on in scripture and in your time alone with the Lord, it's going to refresh you back. Yeah. Whenever yeah. you give to Absolutely. someone, it flows back. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's there's true. that's a really important principle, not just to fill up, because I find sometimes there's too many people in our churches <laughs> that sit in the pew week after week, and they're just filling, filling up, up, filling up. up. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's yeah. spiritual gluttony, it and we need to really let it flow. Yeah. So, how, like, so when you say let it flow, what what is that mean? What am I doing? For each of us, it's going to be different. Right. For some of us, it's going to be, you know, making a cake and taking it over to our next door neighbor and, mm -hmm. you know, loving on someone. Some of us, Cheryl and I, we just preach some at some retreats. You know, some of us might be that. Some, it's going to be writing a book. You've written a book, you know. Um, Someone's praying for people. Yeah. Just bless, being a blessing to others and, and, and being mindful that your dry season is over, but for someone else, there there's, yeah. may just begin. And that seems so counterintuitive because when you're in the desert, you don't want to <coughs> right. give out. It's yeah. I. It's just 40. me. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, and it's just I'm just gonna I'm gonna protect me and care for me, and I don't want to care for others or flow out to them. So it's counterintuitive, but it, you're making sense though. Yeah. That there's a connection there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to. I don't know that the verse in Jeremiah 17 that talks about. Um, the leaves always in season, even when there's a time of drought, that we're supposed to, you know, be green, <laughs> even when mm -hmm. times are tough, we're in a desert. But if we're going to be that for someone else, yeah. it, it's going to help you get through the desert so much better. And in my life, I had to focus on helping other people and refreshing mm -hmm. others. You know, call a friend. Don't always sit home waiting for someone to call mm -hmm. you. <laughs> and I think that happens a lot to us girls mm -hmm. where we'll, you know, get offended and we're sitting home waiting for people to call us. And if you took the time to call someone else, you're going to get refreshed. It's a biblical principle. Yeah. 
Hey, it's Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this amazing conversation, but I just wanted to let you know you're listening to the See Here Love with Melinda podcast, a web and television series produced by Crossroads Christian Communications. We get to produce fun, meaningful content for our See Here Love audience by the generosity of our supporters. So how can you help us and keep See Here Love on the air? We'll go right now to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. So much love and thanks to you. Now let's get back to our conversation. Iron sharpens iron, right? Yeah, Yeah. that's good. There's a lot of action. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I say that because what I'm thinking, because I'm thinking of people who, Mm -hmm. like, you know, when Mm -hmm. Joanna was saying, like, you know, in the desert, there's you're you're tired and the malaise, yeah. yes. hot, mm-hmm. and so and then you can consume yourself with your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what you're saying is, you know, you actually need to be active and choose, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. to go and do that. And in that, you'll get mm-hmm. back what you're needing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good picture. Yeah, yeah yes. it, it really is also biology. You know, my daughter went through severe depression and. Um, the doctors talked about how you have to get out and be with other people. Mm. There's something about our brains that they kind of digress when we're not out with other people. Yeah. And it's a long you know, medical thing, but it's actually biology too, that we need to be with others. And God's placed that in all of us, that we yeah. would be in community. That's why we're sitting here in a group, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's you know, to sit here and be one person doing a television show, <laughs> not so exciting. You add a group of women, it's interesting and it's life-giving. Mm-hmm. I learned That's a long good. I learned a long time ago, uh, Sherry, to, to make spiritual health a priority for me. Yeah. Who who says those types of words? You know, we, we focus on mental health and physical yeah. health, mm-hmm. but as believers, there is we are we are you know the triune being. So there is a spiritual component that we need to build up and work out like mm-hmm. a muscle, mm-hmm. uh, or else you just you you run on empty, you run on dry, yeah. you find yourself in a vulnerable place, and when you're vulnerable, you're susceptible to, you know, things like depression and frustration and, and, you know, suicidal thoughts and just uh, craziness, isolation, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had to make my spiritual health a priority. And if that meant sometimes, like, I can't be everything for you in this Mm -hmm. season, Mm -hmm. and we we should talk about that, like, I'd love to pour out um, a little. I'm a little yeah. broken, so I'm gonna go on a retreat. I'm gonna just take some time to pray. I'm gonna, you know, get a worship. I love that. Get worship. Get a yeah. book. Yeah. But I need to fill up before I can flow out. Mm-hmm. And we're so, so many times we we give and serve and minister and not, on empty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How many of you have felt that way? Like where you've you've oh, on empty. On empty. Oh, yeah. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. I went through like a real burnout. Mm-hmm. And that was in. I don't know if I ever talked about it on this show. I don't think uh, so. That would have been in my. Uh, mid to late 20s mm-hmm. and I didn't know what it was because like I thought I was too young for that like burnout is what happens to a 40 year old or a 45 year old going right. like, like midlife yeah. crisis yeah. Right? midlife crisis yeah. equals it's burnout really yeah. and so and then I had been anxious and depressed mm-hmm. for a really long time and I finally like began understanding like a word for it, which was burnout, Mm -hmm. and began to get some help. But it was when I had a word for it, it actually helped me heal. Because Mm -hmm. all you don't know what's wrong with you. You just feel so drained. Mm -hmm. There's no, um, like I remember my personality, I I would go out like every night of the week with friends. And uh, I remember I got a message one evening, it was a summer evening, so like it's light out to like 10 o'clock at night. And I got a message some summer evening that friends of mine were just down the road from me, like five minute walk away. And I hadn't seen them in ages and they were asking me to come and join them. Mm -hmm. And I went to bed and it was still light out and like 
went under the covers. And I mean, I mean, it's mm. depression, but it, but it was burnout mm -hmm. because I had no capacity to engage. Mm -hmm. I had nothing left in the tank. Mm -hmm. And it took a number of years to recover fully from that. Mm -hmm. um, spiritually, emotionally, physically, but, but it's very real and it doesn't, and it's not tied to an age. Mm -hmm. It's not tied to a circumstance. It can come in all kinds of ways, but what didn't change, like why I love to sing some of the, mm -hmm. you know, like I'm using this, this little song as an example, like why this song particularly is meaningful to me is because like I can look back and remember that I didn't stop singing. Yes. Mm -hmm. That like Good. in that season of desert, burnout, depression, anxiety, mm -hmm. like I still sing. Yes. Yeah. That is so important. You know, yeah. Joanne, thanks for sharing with mm -hmm. us that because I think sometimes we think it's a bigger thing that we have to do, yeah. but sometimes it's just singing. It's mm -hmm. singing out the oh, promises yeah. and truths of God. And I think yes. when I went through my depression, it was people singing over me mm -hmm. and then me just singing. And, and singing is for me, like I couldn't read, I just couldn't focus, mm -hmm. like reading to yeah. me at that time, but I, but I could sing. And I started just singing Bible verses and making up tunes mm -hmm. because I just needed something that was life-giving and everybody can sing. Yeah. And I think the part of the fill up, though, filling up is, you know, knowing also the scriptures and the word of God so that when you're in that place, you can yeah. bring it yeah. and sing yeah. and sing over yeah. yourself and, yeah. and and believe it. Yeah. So it took a while to believe him, but I got yes. there. Right. But you're so doing good. it. But yeah. you couldn't do it but before you believe it. Exactly. And yeah. I did. I was you, doing it. And then yeah. I got there and believe it. Yeah. You, it'll, yeah. Take, you, it'll take your heart a while to catch up. Yeah. But you yeah. can yeah. do it. You can sing anyways. Yeah. yeah. But I think if you look at the Israelites when they got out of the desert, how did they go out? It was singing. Mm -hmm. They marched mm -hmm. around Jericho. When they broke mm -hmm. out, they went out worshiping. And yes. if we're going to really break out of the desert, it is going to take worshiping. Yeah. Getting in the word, worshiping, yeah. they're the keys. Yeah. Okay. The word is really important to you. Mm -hmm. I know that you brought a graphic that we're going to put up on the oh, screen yeah. right now um, about just shocking. Well, maybe shocking, maybe not about how many people really study yeah. Bible night. So can you just talk into that and then kind of explain why that's important for us to know and to encourage us to get into reading, reading the Bible and the scriptures. Okay. So Lifeway Research did a study, Lifeway, um, the, you know, the Christian bookstores in the U.S., mm -hmm. they have a whole arm that does research. And I was so shocked they did um, research in Canada mm -hmm. on this. And so they studied and found out that 11% of churchgoers in Canada read their Bible daily. Mm -hmm. So, and then only 3% say that they study their Bible ever. And, and these are Christians. These are Christians. These are regular yeah, attend yes. church attenders. These are not like, you know, people that go to church at uh, Christmas yeah. and Easter. Yeah. They're regular church attenders. And so I understand now why people are so, yeah. you know, they get a hard time and then they stop coming to church because they haven't built that foundation. They haven't mm -hmm. filled up their well. And so when hard times hit, which they're going to, they don't have anything to draw mm -hmm. yeah. from. And my husband and I, we both have gone through a divorce and we know that what got us through was daily Bible reading. That's what kept me as sane as I possibly was. <laughs> I wasn't very sane, but you know, sane somewhat and that brought me through was that. And so we are just passionate about helping people get into daily Bible reading because we know it will help you so much. Mm -hmm. So we created this program called Take the 40 Day Challenge where people can mm -hmm. sign up. They get 40 days worth of um, emails that coincide with the messages of our devotions in our books. And it just helps them build that habit of daily devotions yeah. in a fun way. So they're just okay, like, that's good. Yeah. yeah, that's always good. 
<laughs> yeah, because why aren't people reading? Because it's boring sometimes. We don't yeah. understand it. Yeah. We don't know how to, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Like, what version should I be reading? Or what's right. this? Or, like, there's, so yeah. why aren't we reading our Bible like and that? I think use a great devotional. There are so yeah. many devotionals yeah. out there. Yeah. Like, we're blessed, especially for women. Yes. Now, my husband wrote a men's devotional <laughs> because he was like, I keep going to the store, there's nothing new. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, I need something new to read, a yeah. new devotional. He had read That's Joel true. Osteen's, yeah. like, five times. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love, thank you for saying that, Sherry, because mm -hmm. I think sometimes we feel the word is like this book, yeah. it's archaic, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it has no life to it, but the word is alive. Mm -hmm. I think about the description of the word that the Bible said, is, it's a lamp, mm -hmm. it's a light, mm -hmm. it's life, mm -hmm. it's my strength, it's my sword. Mm -hmm. These are all sort of descriptions of what the word is, and so when you're dark and lonely and in, in a des deserted place, you need all of those mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. I, so I'm, true. my, when I'm, my back was up against the wall recently and I said something and I it's it we echoed it here but I keep saying to myself Cheryl when you don't know what to do keep doing what you know to do yeah mm -hmm. when you don't know what to do keep doing what you know mm -hmm. to do sing yes. pray yeah. worship stay in community yep. keep doing those things because you're everything in your body wants to yeah, and yes. isolate and isolate yourself. Yeah. That's it. And I really believe like that's the enemy. That's what he wants to isolate Absolutely. you, yeah. keep yeah. you back so from totally. community, yeah. from yeah. singing, from, from all the of Bible. that, from the Bible, yeah. from yeah. joy, robbing you of joy, and then yeah. he gets you there. Yes. Yeah. And and I've seen it. And actually, it's, it's mm -hmm. I've yeah. seen it happen um, to myself, and I've seen it happen to amazing women who are in ministry mm -hmm. or who were followers of Jesus in strong ways, be taken out. Oh, and yes. it it's broken my heart. Mm -hmm. And. Yeah. Um, and so I think that is so important to know that we need to now in, in, in the everyday to, to fill up, yeah. right? Sing, mm -hmm. meet with people, mm -hmm. get into a good church, read, mm -hmm. find a good devotional, you know, and yeah. you, you've created some. And then it's going to be also that yeah. act of just like the flow out. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah, to serve, mm -hmm. you know, to serve people. And, and not to overwhelm yourself like you're going to save the world, but no. like God's going to say, yeah, your neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. Pick up the phone, call a friend that needs yeah. that, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, and there's we, lots of ways to get the Bible. Like, yeah. we don't have to read it. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. We have so many ways to get the Bible in our yeah. Yeah. heads. Like, go on YouTube and watch yeah. videos of, like, the telling of the Bible. I mean, we yeah. could reference it, but there's some amazing resources. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. go on YouTube and Google it. Go on YouTube and <laughs> whatever. Search it. Search it. Um, but what I do, I, I, I do a lot of commuting, and I listen to the Bible on audio. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, I'm, I'm, I'm an yeah. auditory learner. That's I have a hard time reading for, for extended periods of time. I really struggle with it. But audio, it mm -hmm. really works for me. Mm -hmm. And then you get some of the tone and the cadence yeah. to the text. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's, I enjoy yeah. it that way. Mm -hmm. That's a good yeah. idea. A really creative way is there's a lot of adult coloring books. You go to the Christian bookstores mm -hmm. yeah. and you can get it. It'd be scripture and, mm -hmm. you know, you color. If you're artistic, yeah. that's a great mm -hmm. way. There's actually a Bible that you can get. It's kind of like a scrapbooking Bible. Like, there's so many oh. ways. Oh. Yeah. Have you I seen it? It has like the journals. You it comes with stickers and everything. <laughs> Woo! Maybe we're going to scrapbooking time on the show next, ladies. Uh, I'm suddenly <laughs> Thank you, Sherry. Yeah. I think oh, it's really good. encouraging for those so that are watching and just going, yep, yeah, I'm there. Yeah. And I think it's a good, it's just a good reminder. And I, and I think it's, it's not a judgment thing either. I think no. that's the yeah. last thing people need mm -hmm. yeah. is to be judged and saying, how come you're not a great Christian? The Holy Spirit's in you. Come on. You know, yeah. that's, that's yeah. not what it's about, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that there's some really good things that we learn in the desert. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of yes. a lot of good things I've learned yeah. in the I desert. Wouldn't, I wouldn't I wouldn't I would never trade no. those. Yeah, no. And so maybe again that's a reframing
thinking of, if we're in the desert, it can be that place. But yeah. I think we have to go, wait a second, maybe this is the opportunity where I yeah. dig deep. I, mm -hmm. I'm listening yes. to God more and he's showing me some things that I need yeah. to change. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, totally. So the desert doesn't necessarily have to be a bad place. No, yeah. let it become a great place. Yeah. It can be, it can yeah. become a great place. Sherry, thank you so much for your thoughts and, and helping us um, through the desert and, and being encouraged about the experience and just your writing and everything else. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So great. It's been fun. Thank you, Cheryl, Jen, Joanne, and Kim, just for your thoughts. Yeah. And thanks, Joanna, for sharing. Um, and I think it's just that importance of that the desert doesn't have to be a bad place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So yeah. appreciate that so much. And to you, our viewers, we know that many of you are feeling uninspired in your faith journey. Some of you are feeling really far away from God. And listen, we totally understand because we have felt that mm -hmm. way too. Some of us for a day or two and others of us, we have walked in that desert for 40 years or it sure has seemed like it. So there's no judgment here. I see your love, just love and understanding. So we hope that our conversation has inspired you, encouraged you over the course of the show to choose to prioritize your relationship with God, to look at your relationship through new eyes, mm -hmm. through new scriptures or old ones, and to see how much he loves and desires our relationship with you. He is patient. Yes. He is. Mm -hmm. And we believe... Um, that uh, we know that it's been busy, but there's no more excuses. You know, we're here to help. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram and on seeherelove.com. And you can connect with Sherry there too. Mm -hmm. All her resources and blog links will be on our website as well. And we're cheering for you. We, we really are. Mm -hmm. And always know that you are seen, heard, and deeply loved by God. Bye-bye. See, Hear, Love with Melinda is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seehearlove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. That's 1-800-265-3100. Tune in next week for more Honest Conversations with Melinda and the See, Hear, Love team.